Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Fresh Thoughts and as we're in series two now we are kind of going into the world of collaboration so last series was all about myself and this one is going to be about expanding our horizons and kind of meeting new people and talking to different people. So as you can see on screen we are now joined by Pellegrina from Amazon Girl Training and we're going to have a discussion all about what she gets up to and our own sort of thought process around that. Hi, I'm Pellegrina. Um, I created a company called Amazon Girls Training, and it's all about fitness and health and empowerment. Um, how it all started, uh, well, I know here Josh from university where I studied film and drama, but as I had trouble to find a job quickly, I had another passion and it was fitness. And on the very last year of uni, I made my certificate as personal trainer, and then I went into practice and I got my first job in my first gym and I learned a lot of lessons about uh, people, uh, about business, about uh, how to sell yourself. That's a tremendous skill to have uh, if you want to survive today. Uh, but the whole purpose of that journey that, that I went through from being just a general PT to coming to this point that I created my own business and work with other people um, on my own besides that i still do uh, training for some gyms and i wanted to make something um, unique and focus more on women even i have still some male um, uh, clients and i have really good relationship with them but i still think there is so little to said about female health and about that our bodies are just functioning a bit differently and it doesn't mean that we cannot be super fit and strong and achieve whatever we want. It's just um, how we look at uh, ourselves and how we judge ourselves. Because I know it all from my own experience when I went through my own self-judgment and I, I was recovering from my own traumas and fitness helped me a lot to overcome those issues and build up the confidence uh, on many different levels including my knowledge uh, and also, uh, you know, how we look like. Because if you can perform, I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't have to have, uh, you know, a wheelchair or something. Uh, and I can carry on loads and I can carry on heavy grocery. And, you know, I, I'm independent and I really liked it, like that fact. And I think that's something what everyone should aspire to have, that less of dependency by training yourself to handle shit by yourself. <laughs> for, sure, for sure yeah and that's what a, what an intro absolutely incredible and i think kind of you're jumping from that and it's uh in your experience the um sort of exercise has been this uh empowerment through your own self and it's a way of kind of unlocking other sort of things maybe maybe in life to make yourself so independent which is i think it's absolutely absolutely great and i think that's kind of something that we can certainly kind of look into in in, in more detail and kind of talk about um, how people kind of get to that point, and I guess there's a—it's almost like a switch. I suppose you have to flick at some point to, to, uh, to go. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm. This is me, and I, I don't want to settle for for what I what what I've currently got. I want to kind of maybe better myself and and kind of progress. And I imagine that lots of people kind of have this uh, the sort of fear of, of uh, not really knowing how to kind of change or how to maybe motivate themselves or, or that kind of thing. And um, I don't know, do you, do you find that it's, it's that people's lack of um, self-motivation is what kind of holds them back when it comes to, uh, to exercise? I think the lack of motivation is coming from lack of self-reflection. 
the all is coming from the depth to you know you most people live in some kind of denial don't they don't want to face certain things in their life and they go to their comfort zone and that comfort zone can be you know lazy lifestyle uh, easy choices uh okay i don't have to cook i don't have to prepare meals i just grab easy stuff that is already there or uh, i don't have to move more than walking from the bedroom to kitchen you know uh, so they most likely don't want to face the fact that time is passing every day and they don't think about their future it's it's really easy to forget about that when you don't have this error light there so most of people who've been through some difficult times they have to find out some kind of filter for me it was fitness and for many others too because this physical activity does something to your brain you zone out and you focus on your body performance you know and then all kind of benefits that, that comes along with it uh, and i think that lack of self-awareness is the the true problem of of laziness of mm. uh, lack of motivation they are just not seeing the progress how far i can be when i start today and year from now you know or five years or ten years i mean we none of none of us gonna be younger you know so i think that the biggest problem people don't remind themselves that okay i have just this lifetime this time in my hands let's use it mm. yeah and I, I think i think looking at that is um is something that maybe we should try and expand upon it's about how how do we how do we kind of feel um, how do we feel people could need to change their mindset? Because it, I guess it's very, it's socially acceptable to kind of very poo-hoo kind of going to the gym or exercise. And it's almost like people will kind of say, well, yeah, I don't exercise. And other people will say, I don't exercise either. But it's, it's people don't seem to have the realisation of just how beneficial it can be. It's not only going to, say, the gym or going out to exercise or something just because you want to get fitter, but it's also to do with your own mental health, which is such a, a massive, massive thing right now especially with all the current limitations and, and sort of sanctions and things that we have on us. So I think, um, I don't know, would you, would you have any tips on it, on, uh, on how people can kind of maybe focus themselves in, into something? I think people should give themselves a question. Do I like the current state where I am? Am I happy? Is it like what we really want from life? What if there is something much more for me, you know? Uh, and I think, you know, what is the, actually the best benefit uh, you can get from this, uh, from a fitness training is I think to gaining a confidence that you are being more aware of your space because you can handle your body in different directions because there are many types of training obviously you don't have to stick with weights or just with runnings you you can combine it very well you have many different sports you can practice a bit uh, doing strength and conditioning at home with no or little equipment you know there it's just the willingness to do so i know it's better if we have a gym and that extra space where we go to but i think the point is to create it within yourself so the advice would be ask yourself am i where i want to be you know is this what i want to look like feel like be like perform like you know for that, sure that for kind sure. of questions yeah i think yeah. I, I think listening to listen to what you're saying there as well is is people um like it's absolutely great and I can I can certainly see see that in myself because I used to go to the gym quite a lot and then over time it's kind of got less and less and less and then it kind of becomes this sort of thing of oh well I, I'm going to go again I will go again and then you tell people oh yeah I'm going to go back to the gym at this point and it's it's taking that leap isn't it it's kind of realizing it's self-worth it's realizing you know what I'm not quite happy about something and it doesn't necessarily people don't need to chase this sort of ideology of oh I want to look like a god 
or anything like that. Or that it's it, a lot of kind of fitness stuff can can be like a mental kind of well-being, isn't it? So it's not you're not having to run a marathon every single day, but you're maybe going to the stairs in your house and you're kind of going up and down the stairs in, and doing sets of that, or maybe you're lifting bags of sugar or something in the kitchen or, or a bag of or whatever you can find and and kind of really um, making it your own because it doesn't have to be this whole sort of process of you know I'm going to get my gym kit on I'm going to run to the gym I'm going to do two hours in the gym and then I'm going to run home and then I'm going to eat all this stuff because I think people have this false pretense over what they imagine fitness to be really like that's me personally I don't know what your kind of perception on that would be yeah, that's 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 right. People sometimes feel overwhelmed by what they have to do in order to be a certain way. But it's not necessarily the truth. Sometimes it's just about setting the minimal requirements you need to for your health and well-being, you know. So I don't have to do, as you said, a running marathon and doing crazy hit workout every single day or doing weights. You just set yourself. What is your minimum requirement? That discipline has to be there. If it's twice a week, for uh, one hour or 30 minutes, uh, three times, whatever. It's not like it takes whole your day or whole your lifetime. It's just bringing small steps, little changes. Just do that one extra walk every week. You know, if you walk 10,000 steps uh, every Wednesday, it's up to your general fitness. If you're going to skip that one Wednesday that gives you these extra uh, steps, then obviously you're going to feel it. Uh, you're not realizing those things necessarily immediately, but you you will see it with certain tasks. I'm like, how come I run out of breath so quickly just by running on the stairs? And I'm just going into my own apartment that I used to go every single day when uh, you know the workplace was open. And now I'm not practi practicing this stair climbing for a couple of uh, months now because we are in lockdown. How many? Three months. Mm. Um, so <laughs> that affects your fitness, you know. So to go out and mostly if you go to your to the nature you know because it does something to also to your brain to be in a greenery and go for walks there rather than in a town um so yeah it's just about doing little changes you don't have to overdo it just focus on little things you can add to it you know and but, your life would be yeah and it will and it completely transfer it can completely transform you and it's it's not necessarily something that's going to happen overnight but i I personally can imagine that it, you will start feeling different fairly quickly. Like if you're, a, we're, we're in such a, a strange culture right now where everyone kind of either goes and works in an office or they sit at home playing games for hours on end and it's become very socially acceptable to kind of do that thing. But I think if those people go, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to actually make time. So it's about kind of when you realise your self-worth, it's kind of, you have to realise that you want to make a change and that's not going to be like a, a, a sort of, a too linear thing necessarily it might not just go oh wow i'm now i'm suddenly really fit or now i'm in, into this there will be a, a sort of element of perseverance and i imagine that's where someone like yourself will, that's where you come into play because when you kind of have your clients and stuff it's it's almost reminding them because obviously they've taken a conscious like a conscious thought to say okay yeah i want to change i want to get fitter or something so and that's when they kind of get in touch with you and connect with you but it's um where you kind of come into play will be also because that's written in the diary those people then have to do that isn't it and I, I guess that's kind of an element and it's kind of engaging these people and then and someone like yourself because you're a specialist you kind of figure out a, a real sort of niche way of, of kind of getting that person to to do to fit something in around their lifestyle I suppose and I, I guess what that, that could kind of lead on to would be talking about how your kind of business and, and the way you work has changed say over the last year because 
before you would have been in the gym, right? You would have been in the gym or you would have been down the park or you would have been whatever with, with people. But now that I, I presume that's changed, right? Yeah, yeah, it changed a lot. I lost lots of clients. Uh, some clients just, they wanted to stop until the gym don't reopen. And I found it as a really, really terrible excuse uh, because you can keep training under my supervision either online or we can, we could still do it in a park that was in terms uh, of what government allowed us to do. But um, I think they missed the point of like, it's, it's just that force. Okay, I pay for certain package. So I, I invest in it. I pay a gym membership, so I want to use it. Otherwise, I'm wasting my money. Yeah? So if you invest in yourself, you rather, you know, you want to use it. So uh, I'm really happy and keen to work with people like that because they, I know they are committed. But there are other people who is like something little happened. Okay, I have a little back pain. I have this, that. And it's not a big deal. It's not like a serious thing. I'm not saying that people who really have a serious thing, but I have a bruise, so I'm not going to exercise, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. So uh, it just... How strong is your mentality? Uh, again, these people, from my side, what I'm trying to do with them is, as a, as a coach, not as, just as a personal trainer, uh, but as a fitness coach, to work with their mindset. And again, it's about constant reminding why they're doing what they're doing, because they want to be there for their loved ones. And how, how long you can last? I had a girl who had crazy back and knee issues. She was a little bit overweight, and she was doing nothing, like nothing. And she came to me and after just two sessions a week um, in a three months time, she she just been a completely different person, you know? It just depends like how much they want it. And her budget was just for those two sessions because uh, training can be expensive, but there are options. Okay, 30 minutes instead of one hour, or, you know, like you have just one hour or you get a training program instead of being with a, a one-to-one there. If you really want it, you will find a way, you know? And it doesn't have to be very costly, uh, but I believe if you once spend money for yourself, you better use it because you you wouldn't like, I'm earning those money, I'm getting you a hard way. Why would I put in something what I'm not actually using for my behalf? Uh, so that's a great motivation for people, but the problem is some people didn't do the first commitment step of purchasing certain thing. And that's where it's supposed to, from the point of sale, you know, when you're starting your business, that's supposed to be like a main thing, you know, when people, when I, me, when I'm selling something and make people buy it, so they have to understand the importance of that. Uh, but uh, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a hard game, you know. Of course, of course, of course, I, and and because essentially what you're doing is you're having to um, persevere and, and and keep these people locked in, and it's it's like I said, it's people um, they get to the the point of where you kind of come in, and they've already made that conscious decision. But I imagine that there's lots of people going to be watching or listening to this that are kind of really sat on the fence right now, and they're kind of they're sitting there thinking, you know what, I would like to. Um, I would like I would like to get fitter, but I don't really know how. I suppose, and I don't know, um, I don't really know where to start. But it is it is about self motivation, isn't it? But then I think so many things in life are, and it is about it is kind of taking this stand. Like we've all kind of gone through some sort of hellish situation at some point in our life, and everyone's kind of locked into this really weird thing that's happening to us right now. And people people make this, these decisions all the time. People are like, well, like, you know, I want to buy myself a new car, or I want to eat this food today, or I want to I want to go and go. I'm not going to stay in the house I'm going to walk down by the beach I'm going to walk down there so it's it's realizing that you need to something isn't right necessarily and that's kind of where we need to kind of then divert and 
kind of we, we do need to say to ourselves, you know what, I don't want to put up with this. I want to better myself. And I shouldn't and people shouldn't feel like they um, that this is it. Do you know what I mean? Like lo loads of people, I think, just kind of sit back and think, well, you know what, I've got a bit of a tummy and it's just me. And, and I, or I can't I, I can't necessarily run, run up the stairs or get up the stairs without getting out of breath. And it's those people I think that we need to try and we do need to motivate. We do need to say to them, you know, it's not too late. I think that's kind of it's never too late, is it kind of thing? Yeah, but um, it's never too late. That's right. But uh, sometimes you have to be ready for certain things, you know, like because I've been in a situation when I saw um, and I, I refused to work with certain people because I saw lack of the commitment. And even like I wrote my terms and conditions. Look, guys, I guarantee you results, but your commitment has to be there. You know, there is no way that I provide everything. I give you the tools, but you have to deliver. So it comes together. But because of that, I created a, my new program um, about transformation where you actually work uh, on you. You asking yourself this kind of self development questions, you know, um, write down reasons, uh, what is holding you back, clean all things of your bad talks about you out, write down your aspirations, things like that things like that. Also, it's about healing the trauma, because if you think about obese people or people with injuries or diseases, or I, I was uh, looking into this, I didn't finish my degree with it. But all these traumas of our body are also the, the traumas that we experienced since childhood till now. That's how we look like, how we look like. That's why we're dealing with our things, how we're dealing with our things. There can be um, fat person having issue like, okay, I'm fat because if I'm fat, I'm the fattest in the room, you know, and that, that makes me unique. And how unique is that? And that's give me the special feeling because I always felt like I'm not special enough. So uh, she found a special being by her appearance being overly big, you know, but it's not healthy for her heart and arteries and whatever. It's just wrong kind of setting how to prove ourselves that we are worthy. It's all the self-worth issue, you know. Um, and so there are many other cases, case studies I, I currently go through because I found it interesting how our mind and body is connected. And, you know, people who went through tremendous abuse are actually really good performers uh, in sports and because they never going to want to go back, you know, uh, most of them. Uh, there is a, another aspect of it, you know, like everyone react differently on abuse or trauma. So some people are really like overperforming because they never want to go back uh, to that state wherever they've been. And some people I just, you know, lay down like um, they cover themselves and overprotect them with, in something. On the other spectrum, you have very skinny people who deny to eat because they scared to grow up. You know, it's like a Peter Pan complex. They want to be in the child look like body, you know, that's anorexia is one of the aspects. I'm not saying everything. I'm not expert on this topic. I'm just saying that there are certain case studies I went through and they refer to these kind of things. And then you have fitness that help should be there to balance it all. You know, you don't have to be, as you said, a six pack professional tone athlete. You just have to be healthy, right? And have a joy. And if you have like, okay, I'm waking up with a smile, my body functioning for me, I can run the me meadows and, you know, chase the rainbow, whatever you want to do, uh, then that's what happiness is, you know, and uh, also your relationships get better because 
you starting to be responsible for your own body, that means you are able to be responsible for something bigger in your life, including your job, including your relationships. If you are mother, father, uh, or if you have a partner you need to uh, be accountable with or whatever, you know. Yeah, and I, I think one of the, the kind of drawing from that and, and kind of going off on another tangent, I think one of the crazy things is, is to exercise in its own right is actually something you can do for free. You can do it for, for, for nothing. Yet people still kind of are still scared of it. They're still kind of not really too sure about kind of where to go when people will happily go and buy themselves fast food and they'll happily buy themselves loads of alcohol or whatever. And I'm not saying any of that is, is particularly wrong. It may not be particularly good for you. But it's um, the fact that you, people can can do this sort of wellness and, and wholeness kind of kind of routine or, or change things up, switch things up, give themselves a better mental state, a better maybe even a better physical appearance. In like they're not so whatever, but it's um, they, and, and they can, they can do that for nothing. But it's it's about finding this sort of self motivation with within yourself, and and that just seems to be this whole this whole thing it's about making a conscious decision that people need to kind of go you know what this isn't it I, I, I need to do something else and that's just i just find it just quite quite mind-blowing really that, that people kind of maybe settle for second best but then going back to what you kind of said i think it's where people kind of find themselves slotting in into places so it's well you know what i am like this and and this is me and and I, it's it's maybe funny or, or this is kind of what i bounce off and this kind of vibe and and whatever and it's not, they, those people need to realize that, that that it doesn't have to be like that you know it, it's 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 not it's just not fair you know it's just not it's just not right maybe to kind of kind of chase that maybe yeah yeah it's you just have to always keep asking yourself what you really want and re-evaluate re re what you want from life because once you stop asking like what's next what's next step you start stagnating wherever you are you know whatever job occupies your head you have to keep on mind that job is just part of your life then you have uh, many other spectrums okay so some people are, they call them workaholics, uh, but some people are forced for workaholics because they give them more shifts or more hours to work or cover someone else's because at the moment they fire so many people. So now one man has to do many other people's job. And I see it a lot now that people are maybe working from home, but instead having eight hours with a one hour lunch break, they work in 12 hours with no break. Uh, and that's not what they want from life, right? Because their spine is aching. They, there is much more into life what to do, so they cannot wait for that weekend to just uh, unplug. And what they do, it's something easy because they are so mentally exhausted to invest in their body that they do the easiest choices. But that's problem of the system, you, you know, that whole gov all governments should consider what kind of nation they should they want to have because if they were going to produce this kind of unhealthy lifestyle they either overdo it one way that they make people work too much or they don't have enough uh, productive work or something they can mentally engage themselves uh, then you create uh, different kind of diseases and um, you know life issues they have to face and you know I, I just cannot wait when this government implements something like a not compulsory, but something that um, will more promote health and fitness in to all uh, 
to all castes, yeah. I would say, to all uh, people from different environments, everyone who is here supposed to be informed there are options for them to get healthier and fitter and these are the things they have to do doesn't matter where you're coming from people all over the all over the world have a different health issues and um, most of certain communities from um uh from you know immigrants families because they don't have enough money and not enough education and they bring in the culture there and uh, they're forgetting, okay, we came here because we want to evolve, right? But sometimes they're keeping their own habits and the heavy kitchen and foods and lack of movement and certain restrictions. But um, it takes a while to progress. So it usually takes a few generations then to overcome. Still, you're keeping your identity, but uh, to go beyond that, it's all about the time, you know? Sometimes you need some someone outside of your community to remind you all right there are other ways how you can behave you can still keep whatever you have you believe in but uh let's focus on your well-being because you still want to be there for your loved ones right and so you have to take care of yourself um and that minimum fitness what you have to do is this this and that and you have to give up of these heavy oils and uh, you know fried stuff whatever you do so just little changes in life will move people to better place and that's such a, a such a, a really nice i think that's kind of a nice thing to kind of round up on is to say that people don't have their life doesn't have to completely flip upside down to make these changes it is about making these very small changes whether it be maybe not having so much of this particular food all the time so maybe don't have chips three or four nights a week but maybe just switch that out for something else because I think people have this sort of shock and, and they kind of have this fear of thinking you know my whole life has to change now I suddenly can't eat all the things I like and I can't drink all the things I like and and so on and so forth and it's about transitioning over into something else because my own personal journey was I used to eat maybe a lot of fast food and a lot of a lot of very easy, easy to cook and, and make food but it's once you get into this sort of rhythm of having other stuff that doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. It can just be just swapping certain things out for other things. And you get into the rhythm of having maybe these, these other foods and then you soon you like those foods more than other foods. So if I maybe go and have a fast food burger now or whatever, it, it won't taste as good as it did when I used to have them all the time because I'm not really used to eating it. And you kind of learn and you train yourself and that's all part of it, isn't it? It's, it, I think the biggest the biggest thing to kind of go around this is for people to maybe not be quite so lazy within themselves and just set up what's going on, but kind of go, yeah, like I can change some things and then my whole outlook. And you, I, I personally believe that if, if you, like you said, well, going off from what you said is once you start making these changes, your whole outlook on so many different levels will, will very quickly start changing. And it's, it's kind of that self-care when you respect yourself more. I think, yeah, you're right. You're so right. It does enable you to respect other things and other people more. Yeah. And, um, you know, like as you said, there are ways uh, how to do this quick swaps. You know, even you are on the go, for example, you have busy day uh, out there and you are just driving and you have uh, you didn't prepare yourself a meal. But these days you can even do easy swaps like there's cut veg or something instead doing the easy over uh you know overly unhealthy or it's healthy it's just not balanced enough but you you can get the, the healthier version these days in shops if if you are on the go and just to be aware like what you can swap okay obviously carrots are probably better than chips you know so um just it's kind of like a common sense i think people know what is healthy they just don't want to choose it 
And I think good thing how to change your habit, you always have to ask yourself, how do I feel after this meal? Do I feel heavy, you know, like, you know, bloated, everything is like messed up with me. I feel tired after this meal. That's not right kind of meal. That's a reaction. Your body's telling you this is not how you want to feel in a midday, you know. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, or even after your breakfast, how come you feel already tired? Because this kind of food is not nutritionally dense. It doesn't give you the energy that actually gives you, keeps you flowing, you know. Um, so, these kind of things people should consider as the... It's, it's about always doing a self-check, you know, how do I feel after this meal? How do I want to feel? So what do I have to do for that? So if you have, for example, if you have a big meeting or some important thing to do, you just don't go and overeat yourself, right? Because, you know, even like your brain is going to be tired to just to digest because you have to produce so much energy just to digest the food. So uh, <laughs> those kind of choices must be really carefully done uh, whatever task is front of you what you're going to consume before that yeah um, and i think yeah. also and remembering that whatever you put in your body is fuel for your body and it is in there for a while so if you were if someone didn't run and they were going to go on a run they wouldn't fill up their rucksack with a load of bricks and then try and run so it's like you're not going to you don't want to fill your body up with all these this like stuff that's just not going to not going to fuel you right and then you're going to go and try and do your your move and your exercise and, and whatever and and even if you're just going out and about like like you say like if you go out for a, a big meal like in a restaurant and you really gorge yourself you really fill yourself up you, it's not a comfortable experience and you might laugh about it or something and it that that's all part of this process isn't it it's making these sort of maybe micro decisions and make maybe make, making these micro changes so then the bigger picture then starts changing it's start turning these little cogs to make the bigger cogs then start start turning and then the wheels start turning and then things just just kind of unfold and i think once you become a little bit into it, once you become into the more healthier lifestyle, things do unfold and new doors kind of open for you. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm enjoying this. Like rather than sitting there and just maybe scrolling through Facebook for hours every night, maybe still do that if you want to, but maybe spend half an hour researching different things you can eat or different things you can replace or even researching just small exercises you can do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, did you ever heard a um, phrase said like, if it tastes too well, Spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, that can be a really good guideline uh, if you want to do a healthy choice because usually things that taste way too good are full of sugars and sure. full of, uh, you know, uh, trans fats <laughs> and so on. I'm not saying you should apply it for everything. We should have some joyful time as well. And I think it's about having a balance. It's just the people are sometimes restricting themselves oh if i'm go going on a diet that means i have to do elimination all the time that's not true you just decrease certain things and you balance it you you place yourself okay celebration is time okay my mom has a birthday we have a little home party i'm gonna eat more of course but she has birthday once a year or christmas is there once a year okay rest of the year you can be clean you just wait for those special occasions that's why they call special occasions right they are not the random days. So mo most of the days, if you start, uh, try to be um, balanced and healthy, you know, and having appropriate amount of everything, okay, you can have here and there some little fancy snack, but uh, it's about waiting for the time that it's worthy to be with, because it's also about how you emotionally digest everything what goes inside you and it's also connected to exercise how do you feel after you finish it's all about releasing the endorphins after great meal or, or after great exercise you know uh, that those hormones are, have 
tremendous impact on your mental well. Uh, and if you are mentally healthy, that's, that is the clue, but you can be mentally healthy only if your, uh, your body is healthy too. And it goes hand in hand, you know, what we put in and what we put out. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I think that's a really cool point for us to kind of maybe draw a close to episode this episode number one, because I think with the, the things that we've kind of touched upon here will be by talking about realising your self-worth, realising that you want to change and make a difference. And it doesn't have to be a completely life-changing change initially to get the ball rolling. It can be these micro decisions that, that then lead on to other stuff. So it might be rather than spending hours and hours doing whatever you're doing that's almost wasting time, maybe research some fitness stuff or maybe get in touch with yourself or um, or maybe just try and, or maybe just play around with things because making other stuff, just chucking like your fast food in the oven or just, just ordering it, is, it is easy. It is easy to do that. So it is gonna, all these processes do, um, they are going to take some sort of conscious effort and they are going to make some sort of change. But it's about doing that and then that leads to other things and then it just becomes the norm. Once you get used to making your own dinner, then or, and whatever or eating a slightly different way it then becomes the routine and people love routines like people get locked into a routine and once you lock into the routine of of this new sort of journey that you're going to take yourself on it then just becomes the norm and it just you want to do it and you kind of strive to do it and i imagine you kind of see that in in some of your clients as well and uh, further down the line once they lock into it they look forward to working out they look forward to making these changes and they look forward to kind of doing their thing and bettering themselves. They f fell in love again with themselves and uh, it's a pleasure to see it, you know. Amazing, amazing. So, okay then, all right, so we're gonna wrap this one up here. So I uh, hope that it kind of resonated with you guys. It certainly brought a really, like a few cool topics and a, a few thoughts to my mind and took me down to down some tangents and whatever. And I'm definitely, definitely gonna start making some changes myself. <laughs> so yeah, until the next one, I hope you enjoy this one and uh, I'll see you soon.